0: In today's solo i'm going to talk about dying but not in the way that you think it's not about what happens when you die it's about what happens to everybody else when you die are you hitting a wall in your business because you feel like you're too busy do you ever wish there were more hours in a day this podcast is for hyper-focused entrepreneurs who want to learn the secrets of superhuman productivity together, we're going to kick procrastination in the teeth. We're going to slice through BS excuses like a katana blade. We don't ever wonder what happened because we're the ones that made it happen. My name is Josh Thomas. You've now entered the do zone. Welcome to the DZ tribe. Do whatever the hell it is you want to do. You're going to die. Grant wise. DZ Tribe, Josh Thomas. Thanks for joining me. Today's solo is going to be a little morbid, maybe a little inspirational, but the topic is death. And not specifically death, as in this is what happens when you die. I'm not going to get all spiritual on you, but I am going to talk about death as a marker, as a meter, as a measuring point, as a check in, if you will. Let's think about this. If you're sitting here listening to this episode and the next breath that you take is your last. How do you feel about that? How does your family feel about that? What about your coworkers, your mom, your dad, your children, your husband, your wife, your dog, your friends, your neighbors? What is their reaction going to be? And more importantly, if you were able to live one second past death and you were able to feel all of the feelings that everybody around you could feel. Would you be okay with it? I've heard it said before, and and uh, I wish I could attribute it to one specific person, but I've heard it many, many times. Uh, about if if you are a religious person, if you believe in God and you know Christianity and that sort of thing, uh, you you go to the pearly gates after you die, and the final test that you have to pass is you have to face the version of yourself that you could have been. And you have to see, well, did I did I measure up to that person? That one's always that one that one's a little too deep for me, but uh, I I like the sentiment because it's really asking you, are you doing everything that you can? And that's really what this is about. The death part is just a reminder that life is fragile impression. You are going to die and it can be snatched away from you in an instant. You could be walking down the street, bam, hit by a car. You could be sitting in a restaurant, eating dinner with your family, and bam, somebody pulls out a gun and shoots you in the head. You could be sitting in a theater, watching a performance, and some wacko decides that he doesn't like your political beliefs, and he kills you. All of these things have actually happened. That last one was President Lincoln, by the way. Of course you knew that. But all of these things have actually happened recently. There have been situations where uh, there's a, a guy standing waiting for a train in New York. And somebody comes and pushes him in front of the train. And he didn't die. He broke his leg. But another guy saw it happen and said, oh my God, I can't believe that. And he reaches down to try to help him get up off the tracks and gets hit by the train and dies. Now, you get pushed onto the tracks. First thing that's passing through your head is, holy crap, I'm going to die if I don't fix this. But what about the guy that tried to save him? The guy that tried to save him just saw a situation. He was like, he's looking around. Oh my God, nobody's doing anything. I got to do something. Let me see if I can help this guy. Bam, he's dead. He took his last breath and he wasn't ready for it. Or was he? Was his family at peace? Does everybody in his life who's important to him know that he loves them? Does everybody know that he did all he could for them? Did he do all he could for them? I want to tell you two stories. Two quick stories about my grandparents. So, um, my, my grandparents have been huge, influential, uh, presences in my life, at least in my, in my earlier years, my younger life. Um, we kind of grew apart as I, uh, became older because I didn't, I didn't live nearby. Uh, I ended up moving out of state and, uh, it's just, I know they love me, but it was just kind of hard for us to keep up and stay in touch. And so my grandfather, his name is Jim, uh, Jim, Jim was this fascinating person. He worked for IBM uh, for like, I don't know, a hundred years or something. He was, he was working for IBM back when computers were the size of warehouses and uh, always a really smart guy, never had a college education. He just figured it out. And one of the primary lessons that he taught me, he was a huge male role model because my dad wasn't around and he would always take care of me. He would take me fishing. He would teach me how to do stuff. He'd let me ride around in his riding lawnmower when I was like eight years old and, and you know, all kinds of amazing things. And, and, uh, he was, he was an artist. He was a designer. He was an architect. Uh, he was good with computers in the eighties, whatever that means. Um, and he taught me about doing things right. He taught me you know, if you're, if you're going to do something, you might as well take the time and get it right, because otherwise there's no point in even doing it. Okay. So I learned all of these lessons from him and he gave me all of this love and he was always there and he was always supportive. And I learned countless, uh, facts about life that I took for granted when I would hang out with my friends and, and realize that they didn't have those same lessons. It took me a long time to understand, like, well, why don't you see the world this way? Well, because they didn't have Jim. They didn't have Grandpa Jim. So Grandpa Jim is, uh, was kind of forced to retire because they were they were paying him way too much, and he had no college degree. And so in the early 90s, IBM said, Jim, uh, I think maybe it's time for you to retire. And He said, well, I don't want to retire. I I love my job. I love what I do. The problem was that job defined him. That job was his life. He drove like an hour plus every day so that he can go and have this job. It was very meaningful. And so when he retired, he basically died that day. It just took him 20 years. And what happened was he slowly slipped into dementia. He would never really get out and do anything or take care of himself. And his mind started slipping and slipping and slipping until it was basically gone. There wasn't much left. And in 2012, uh, I got a phone call. My mom and I had moved to Texas. We're from Kentucky. In 2012, I got a phone call. Hey, he's really bad. You need to get up here today. Like, right now. You need to get on a plane this afternoon. It's scary. One of the scariest calls I've ever gotten. And uh, so I didn't have the money. Um so somebody some random person paid for my ticket i don't even know how i don't even know to this day how i got there uh but i got there and he wasn't all there he was you know he's some moments of lucidity and some moments to where he just didn't make any sense and it was kind of sad and difficult but the whole family was there and and he was just such a tremendous presence and influence on everyone and uh the the time came and went for for our visit and i'm saying my goodbye he's still there he's we're in the hospital i'm saying my goodbyes to him to this man and i'll never forget he's uh he was out of bed and he was sitting on a chair and he was wearing his hospital gown and uh he's a he's a big man He was like six foot three um big dude has this kind of like scowl on his face but but also had a really nice smile and and he's and he's sitting there kind of slumped over in the chair and I'm standing over him and he looks up at me and I said well I, I need to go now it was great to see you and and he looked up at me and he said I'm sorry for the way that things turned out and I had this amazingly beautiful moment and opportunity that most of us just don't get. As I'm standing over my grandfather, this tremendous, gigantic presence in my life, I was able to put my hand on his shoulder, and I was able to look him in the eye, and I said, you don't have anything at all to be sorry for. You have done so much more for me than I'll ever be able to express, and I want to tell you thank you for all of it, and I love you. And I gave him a big hug, and he said, okay. And I walked out of the room. And that was the last thing I said to him when he was still alive. And I got that right. I got that one right. How many chances do we get in life to look somebody in the eye and just say, thank you, I appreciate you, everything that you've ever done for me. Thank you for that. And that be the lasting impression that they have. That be the last thing that you say to somebody before they take their last breath. How many opportunities like that do you get in life? Not very many. And so, if you haven't been able to say that to the people in your life who are important, go say it right now. Don't wait. Call them immediately. Go to their house. Get on a plane because your next breath could be your last and you have no control over that. Make sure the people who matter know that they matter. Make sure if you do get hit by that train or if you did get shot in the head, or if you did get mangled in a head-on collision or something like that, make sure that your soul is at peace knowing that everybody around you understands how much they mean to you. And that's the lesson that I wanna leave with you. That's the thought that I want you to contemplate, but don't contemplate it too much. You know what you really need is action. You need to pick up the phone and you need to call your mom or your dad if they're still around. And you need to say thank you for everything. Even if they were shitty parents, call them. Thank you for doing the best that you could with the tools that you had. I know it was rough. And I know we have our issues. But I appreciate you. Because without you, I wouldn't be the person I am today. For better or for worse. Call your children if you have children. Say, hey, I just want to let you know that I'm so proud of you. For everything that you're doing and navigating through the world. I know it's not hard. I know it's not easy. Thank you. Call your significant other if you have one. Hey, thank you. I really appreciate you. I know that we have our challenges. I know that things aren't always roses and butterflies and bacon. I appreciate you sticking it out with me. I appreciate you challenging me. I appreciate all of the fights and arguments that we have because it reminds me that you care and it reminds me that we're very different people and that's okay it doesn't matter what you say see that's the point point. and it doesn't matter what they did or who they are what matters is that you share with the world how much of an impact it has had on you and that you appreciate it hey i appreciate you and i want you to know that because if my next breath is my last we'll both be able to move forward in peace That's it for today's episode. Call somebody now. Let them know they matter. Until next time, go get something done. See ya. I have a job for you. Open up your phone or get out a piece of paper and write down these three questions. Number one, what is one important task I can get completely done today? Number two, when can I start it? And number three, what impact will that have on my life? Now answer these questions as best you can every single day this week then commit to taking action daily now you're in the do zone baby let's go need some help with accountability are you stuck where you're at and not sure how to break through the barrier in front of you join the dz tribe for free by visiting the dozone.com we're a group of hyperactive entrepreneurs who want to help you get more stuff done oh one more thing See you next time.